everybody to J Kingdom Records Power Hour. Usually we're doing it on a Sunday, but yesterday was the Fourth of July, so you know the kids, everybody outside, they had fun. Me, I just sit on the porch. Not really a big Fourth of July fan because I know what it represents, and it's not my holiday. But again, I have my right to my opinion, and if you enjoyed it yesterday, by all means, I'm glad for you. I will never knock you for doing what you like to do. I. I will clap for you for following your rights as an American citizen. Now, with me, I look at it like this. So, let's look at the 4th of July. The 4th of July was a day of independence from England. It was not a day of independence for slaves. Matter of fact, they lied to so many slaves and told them, if you fight for America, you will be free. And you will be able to walk and have rights like anybody else that is American citizen who fought for this country. They lied to those folks. Those folks fought, those folks lost out, and they were still slaves. Later on down the line, they finally freed the slaves, but it was not during that time. I can promise you, it was still slaves on the back of horse cattle, still being sold up at the river, even our courthouse downtown St. Louis, the number one favorite courthouse that they turned to a memorial site and a history site. On the side, they used to sell slaves on the pedestal that still stands there. They would bring them up the mighty Mississippi, take them through a tunnel where the arch is. Then they would take them through the courthouse, and put them on an auction block and sell them. So again, Fourth of July was not independence for us. Matter of fact, slaves in England was actually treated better than slaves in America. If I remember right, then, hold on, not to mention that beautiful arch that we have, it was a race war where they wiped out a whole bunch of black people in St. Louis. Then, where the arch is, that used to be all a black town that they leveled off and demolished and put those people out. And the ones that they didn't put out, they hung and shot and killed. So, Independence Day, great, free from England, but at the same time, kind of rough on everybody else. The Indians didn't feel Independence Day when they were knocked down and given these blankets that were full of all kinds of diseases to wipe them out. They didn't feel good when the American settlers came in and started putting them on reservations. They didn't feel good when they ran through and burned down their villages and did horrible things to their women and children. So, like I said, Independence Day, it's great for people who want to celebrate it. But for people like me that know the truth and the history, I find it a little bit hard where I personally cannot roll with it. So True. you have the right to roll with what you want to. That is all your rights as a human being. You have a right to an opinion, just like every other human being. Like I told you, whether you are white and racist or black and racist or whatever nationality and races, you have your right to feel the way you feel. Skinheads and real Nazis, well, not the real Nazis because 
For you to have the right of an opinion, you have to claim the flag. For the ones that claim the Nazis and the third ranks and all that, you are claiming a Nazi flag. Not an American flag, so therefore, I don't agree with what you say. Because if you're going to voice your opinion as an American citizen, you need to claim that American flag. I'm not always happy with what goes on in this country, but I still support my flag. Rock every young man out here in the world. Do you have an opinion on any of that I just brought up? Uh, be you. I mean, with the whole 4th of July thing, I'm not going to lie. I celebrate 4th of July. What's your right? Uh, this year I was not going to celebrate, but I had a reason to celebrate, so I celebrated and I had fun. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell a lie. I had fun. But for the people that don't celebrate Fourth of July, you know what I'm saying? It ain't no heat towards you. It's, it's your given right to or to not celebrate whatever you want to not or do celebrate. And I thank you for that, Master Dex. What you got? Um. Fourth of July for me, growing up it was a wonderful time just because, you know, fireworks and parades and candy and lots of uh, high-tech explosives. Uh, rest in peace, my friend Smitty, who used to make these all these wonderful explosives for us. Um, but growing up and learning more about America's history... And learning that while we celebrate a day of equality and independence, it wasn't about equality or independence for most of the people that were here on that day. The Native Americans, the Africans and African Americans, the Chinese, the Native Mexicans and Native Canadians as well. Not to mention the Irish now. The Irish as well. Because they were kicked out of Britain. Right? Kicked out of Britain and forced into servitude in America. Uh, the Serbians, the Croatians, Haitians. the Haitians, the Caribbean peoples, mainly the Taino, the Bahamians. It wasn't about equality for them. It was equality for this one small minority of particularly straight white Christian males. Because women weren't equal. Gays were killed. But don't forget about their backgrounds. England sent over their thieves, correct? Yeah. Their beggars, their bombs, pretty much the garbage of England they sent over. To get them out of their country and kept the royalty. I think they intended for it to be another prison colony like Australia. <laughs> but we surprised them. We got bigger and stronger on the backs of other people. But my whole thing is if it's not independence for everybody, everybody, 
can you really call it Independence Day? And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you can. They'll find a way. Because, I mean, it's only independence for something that happened years ago, not for the main things that are important, that were important. It was a bunch of male senior citizens complaining about taxes being too high. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And it's a tea party. Who didn't know how to wash themselves properly and didn't know where the sun went at night. Tea party. Yeah. Yeah. That's where the whole that's where the whole phrase came from the Boston Tea Party. But I'm gonna, really, I'm gonna let y'all in on a little secret. You may say it was a bunch of whining white junior senior citizen males, but in reality, it was always the Illuminati running the show. Why do you think the Freemasons, President Washington, on his inaugurational garment? had the symbol of who the freemasons washington dc is a structure built on what the freemasons so let's really look at it the freemasons were over in europe and the church turned on them so they turned around and ran and hid on the ground and they just kept changing the names from the Knights Temple or Templar to the Illuminati, which were priests who believed in science and religion going hand in hand. They didn't like that. No, no, no. It only has to be one way. But the Illuminati was like, no, we're not going to play that game. So they broke off again and they were called heretics. And they was called all these bad, evil names. But guess what? Just like in, there I said, all of the Avengers movie where S.H.I.E.L.D. was there. And then they come to find out S.H.I.E.L.D. was actually Hydra. While we sit here and say our beautiful government is there. But in reality, they are what? Illuminati. I believe. I'm not saying it's a fact, but I believe that they are the Illuminati for the simple fact. The Book of Secrets has an Illuminati symbol on it. Our flags represent the Illuminati numbers. Because, guess what? There's a 44th degree masonry, right? That's the highest mason of all, 44th degree. Now, before we start adding on those other countries, where we stop at? The 44th country, right? And then we added on to those countries to hide those numbers. Then it still says, in God we trust. You cannot be sworn into a public government or state office without putting your hand on the Bible and saying, I swear to who? God. On a what? Holy Bible. So for a church and state and church and church and federal, not to be all this one. You got a real question. When I go to court and the judge looks at me and the lawyer looks at me and the bill will come over and say, put your, hand on the, put your right hand on the Bible, raise your left hand, and swear to God that you're telling the truth, the whole truth, and the truth, so God sets you free. And you do it, right? Wouldn't that be... Not that he didn't want to steal as a whole nother person. Like, this man just made a whole statement. <sighs> Well, a true statement. The person's voice. 
but a true statement. Because that's literally how the the uh, the and everybody that be sounding. It's a rehearsed speech. They practice it like the Pledge of Allegiance. I'm talking about like the tone of the voice and the, the octave and all of that. Because it has to be loud so you can hear the person say, I do. Why do you think even when you get married, what do you say to each other? Do you? I do. And do you? I do. Correct? That and what do you do with it? Hold on, hold on. What do you do with it? In the name of God, or Allah, or Moses, or uh, Buddha. We supposed to be praying to Moses. He, it's it's kind of politics with that. Or Odin, Poseidon, you know, whichever one you worship. Guess what? It still falls on one category. You're still swearing your allegiance. To your maker. When these Nazis was doing this, saying hell, Hitler, and Hitler, the only person who Hitler was afraid of, and let's be honest, was the Pope. Why you think they said the Pope could have stopped Hitler from doing what he did, but he didn't? The church backed out and said, you know what? We're going to sit this one out. America. And its allies had to group together to bring the Nazis down because we would have been talking Nazi. And every Jew person would have been eradicated. True. And he had it worked out perfectly. And he did it. Even the United States military armed forces would tell you Hitler was the greatest mastermind of all. Because he actually conquered the world. Yeah. But he messed up one thing. He went a little senile and stopped trusting his generals. America bombed his oil fields. Can't move a tank or a plane without oil. See, we were smart. Then we went interbound. And we just slowly started knocking out targets, little by little. And then Britain come kicking their butt in. You know what I'm saying? And before you know it, he couldn't win because guess what? Who was at the top? Russia. They was waiting on them at the top. They're like, come on, come on through this code. We got you. And then... You just keep going out. Even in the Middle East where he had linked the Nazis with the, dare I say it, uh, uh, the Muslim religion. Because Nazis and Muslims worked together to eradicate the Jews over in, in the Middle East. But here's the thing. They lost that storefront too because guess who was over in, in I mean, who was over in the Middle East? So not only were you fighting the Jews, he was fighting Australians. He was fighting Britons. Every country sent soldiers to everywhere where he had an influence. And they had a force that they teamed up. Sometimes American and Britain soldiers would be in the same barracks with each other. That's how complex they scoped that war out. Now, if you think I'm lying, you can research it. Because I am very big on history. And Hitler, yes, he was a great mastermind. He owned the world. Except a couple of little malfunctions that came along. I'll say this. He definitely, he got Russia. He managed to gain their trust and then during the middle of the course of the war, betray them and start taking their cities. Sure, he didn't get far, but that wasn't entirely his fault. Because what he hadn't prepared for was Japan going 
because Germany and Japan were out at the time. He wasn't prepared on Japan going and bombing Hawaii, which was a United States territory. He wasn't prepared for America joining the war. And when they did, what did they do? They released them hounds of hell. And before you know it, stuff just started turning ugly. We might have a bad thing on D-Day, but you best believe we made them pay for it, though. And then Russia started countering hundreds of thousands of troops at the Western Front of Russia. And then just when Germany thought, at least you're still here, Italy, Italy decides, nah. And then Germany's alone. Let's, let's go mess with ourselves and not, not Germans. But the thing was, it wasn't that we was messing with them. The thing was, he is considered the great mastermind because he actually fulfilled what no other one could do other than God. God ruled the world, right? Technically, he was also the last person, Hitler, not God, to hold the title Emperor of Rome because he uh, proclaimed himself the Emperor of Germany. And at the time, they were allied with Italy. That included Rome. But let me be specific when I say this. But still, with they, the Pope, though, you know that? Yeah. Completely stopped the Pope fraternizing with the Germans. Well, that was the thing. It was called politics and strategy. That's what I'm you saying. You trust? Look, see, here's the thing. They make me think that you're on their side, the right? Oh, uh, you're on my side. Yes, yes. We're gonna do this together. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, you come back with a knife and go. And stab him in the back. Exactly. And that was his mistake. He stabbed his friends in the back. And they all like, oh, okay. So we're going to take care of this. And they all turned around again and got together and said, you know what? Let's go help the other guys. See, when you have allies, you can do things. But when you're in it by yourself, you might as well say it's over because your allies, you have already made deals with them. So that's a, just a little lesson I was just wanted to bring up, folks. And not to mention, when Russia hit back on Germany, they hit back hard, going as far as to capture not just their territories back, but Poland, Austria, the Czech Republic, Yugoslavia, and half of Germany with it. Everything east of West Berlin. Yeah, it was it was ugly. It was like Hitler say, "Retreat! <laughs> They're coming for us!" And then. The killer point is he hid. He hid and made so many of his people decorate their faces like Sanan did with lookalikes to the point where they stormed every site thinking that they got Hitler. Come to find out he was hiding out in a bunker in a basement with his wife or girlfriend. And oh, they got married. Out like, with his wife. Like the day before. And that's wow. the killer point. Seemed like he knew this was going to happen. But, but. The similar situation happened in America. Oh, did I bring it up? Bring it up. Oh, while our great proud president pumped up his rally and everything went out of control, he was nowhere to be found. He was in the bunker looking at it happening. I remember he was watching it on TV. Like, if that wasn't a similarity of history repeating itself, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. My bad, folks. Next, can we go to the music, please? Yeah, sure. I'm going to get myself a lot of <laughs> I probably just lost like 100 Trump, listeners. if you listening, be nice. If you listening. He is former El Presidente. I really don't care. We all just people. 
Yeah. If you listening, I got supporters in my. I'm gonna tell you this. Whether you like Trump or not, a real man is not gonna start something and go and hide once the heat hits. And this goes for anybody, Trump, anybody, but even with me. If you start heat, you will sit there and be there until it ends. That's just that's just what a man would do. And I'm that's just hey, that's how I was raised. You don't start something and then leave and think it's gonna be finished. Well, I did that all the time with the barbecues. Oh God, leaving somebody in charge of the meat. Uh-huh. I go made runs. Uh, you talking about stuff that can end up escalating to big things like burning cities and stuff like that. Because that was the next step. Let's be honest, that was the next step. If it would have been so much heat behind it, we might have ended up having more rights and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, you got that music that? Yeah. Go ahead, give me some tunes. Ever since it updated the soundtrack, it's just—it's almost useless now. Why did they change the format of soundtrack again? They didn't like the way it worked good, so they made it work not good. Wow. Don't you know the flow? Come and get J-Dog down, you know. Every time I gotta put my nose up. 
I said, put my nose up to the air. Next, you heard that, right? Oh, come there. That's coaching, motherfucker. Put my nose in the air, and then then the air hit my face. Put your mouth together, man. Fuck you. Oh, here, Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. I hope you like that song. I just busted a whole freestyle rap. Aha, you won't get that hurry because for the simple fact we was doing it on the music beat, which means I did not carry over. So, haha, I can rap. I just choose not to. I don't like how my voice sounds. But let's talk about I some, stopped them from doing it. Let's let's uh go into a couple of things that I found to be very interesting. So, folks, the da 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 purge forever. The forever purge. I told people a long time ago that I believe that when you start a purge and you do it on a regular basis, that one day somebody's going to be like, hey, I don't care if that siren went off. Why would I stop? I'm going to go ahead and keep purging. And then you make a movie about it. I must have been a psychic. Wow. Like, I didn't see that coming. Because once people get blood in their system, they want to kill once a year. Or for eight hours. Why do that when you can do it every day? Somebody make bad just kill them, you know? So that's where that whole movie syndrome came from. But another good movie that's coming out is Fast and the Furious 9. Two gangster rappers. I mean, two gangster wrestlers. In a movie together, dropping this movie out. And they got Van Diesel in this movie. So guess what? I'm sorry. Fast and Furious 9, I will be catching it. <clears throat> I mean, like, man, I got to see these boys go at it. You sure it's not too fast? Oh, that was too. <laughs> and then another good thing about some fun stuff that I like to bring up is we're going into Shark Week. Shark Week? Yes, on National Geographic. I shark love watching Week. those sharks. They be like on the side of this yacht, and you see a big old great white just swimming next to it like, man, he's the size of that boat. And that great white just doing this like, hey, how you doing? And just mind his own business. I still say, some days I think there's a baby architectus, you know what I'm saying? Just swimming along. Like, you don't know it's me. I'm extinct. You don't know I'm a real Orgatusis or not. You're going to think I'm a great white. But in reality, I'm a baby. I mean, how do you explain a shark being 27 meters long? 27 meters. That's about as big as an arc almost. No, that's the size of a yacht. That's. Am I right? Let me think. 20, what's that, like 100, 100 feet? Yeah. Somewhere so, around there. Yeah. Now imagine a shark being that big. You know what I'm saying? Imagine a shark that big swimming long. Do you think that's a great white? No, I think that might be a baby Orgatusis saying hi to us, but we confuse it like we did killer whales and dolphins. Really? A whale has never did a circle and twist and flip. A whale has never done that because guess what? They're not made to do that. They will breach the water and they will kind of bounce up but to come out of the water and flip 
and turn circles and hunt in a big pot? Whales have never, ever that I can think of, has eating meat. They eat quail and, you know, things that swim along. Only a killer whale hunts astral meat and eat other whales and sharks. So the only other thing that's a mammal I can think of that would be like a killer whale would be what? A dolphin. And then a couple of centuries later, guess what? Oh, a killer whale or orchid is not a whale. It is actually a large dolphin. Really? You just now figuring this out? I'm sorry. I'm rambling about that, but it just kind of caught me off guard when I'm like, really? Really? How many years did I say as a little kid, Daddy, why is that whale doing that? And the other ones never do. But them guys over there do, and they be in the pod, they be dancing and, and like, eh, 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 cross the thing. And he was looking like, I don't know. And then he like, well, I know that's a that's a whale there, and he belong over here, and that's a dolphin, and he belong over here. I'm like, but the dolphin is doing the same thing that the killer whale is doing, and the killer whale ain't doing nothing. Remember that, that number nine, all these kids are doing the same thing, but one of these kids are not. And then you got the four squares. You got three kids doing one thing and one kid that ain't. He is not that long with everybody else, but when you put him over in a dolphin family, he fits in that perfect square. All the kids are doing the same thing. So, yeah, they kind of messed that one up. But it's cool. It's cool, you know. Oh, and then you said that you, mammoths didn't exist. And then you find one. Oh, go figure. And yet you say dinosaurs didn't exist, but you keep finding freaking bones. And new species. Like, you just said they don't exist. So, honey, why are you giving government grants for them to go out here and find these things? If they didn't exist. And then all of a sudden they say, oh, well, they did, but it was this type of species, not that type. It was a bird now. I'm like, so what happened to the alligator? The turtle? You know what I'm saying? The elephant? The wolf? The saber-toothed tiger that became a regular tiger? Don't even that sound kind of weird to you that these things wouldn't have happened over evolution? So therefore, they would have to exist because you said caveman. You can prove he existed, but caveman also ran into prehistoric stuff too. So wouldn't it be a contradiction in their own times? What you think, Dex? I'm a little lost Yes, I agree with you. Wow, this fish tank is active. Yeah, we just found a big old crossbreed in this tank. Oof. I don't know where this fish came from, but he is bigger than all of the other fish. Well, they are Jack Dempsey's and convicts. Now, where do you see baby? I know it's your tank numbers that went down. Oh, gee, you should really come look at this fish. I don't think this fish was in here the other night. I'm trying. Well, no, you're Jack Dempsey's and convicts. They killed him off. 
these are all hybrids. These are all hybrids and sharp. Wow, you have a science experiment going on in your face. Yeah. They only want the same species. And I noticed that. So what happens when that species become a different species? They won't. They're, they're the only thing that's left. Now, now, here's the thing about science. Even though it has evolved on down the line and created new species, but some, at some point in time, the original species comes back. Because they start to breed out the other species. Am I right, Mo? And then it goes back to having convicts and Jack Dempsey's. It's science. It's nature. Well, I think it's going to be different because these are going to come out with guns. They might be bigger. They might be even meaner. But they're going to come back out to be Jack Dempsey's and convicts if this keeps going The on. only thing that's left in here to mate with now is the bottom oh, beard. That thing almost look like the one in my granny's building. Yeah, so put an Oscar in there for you. So no, please no, please no, 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 no. All right, all right, no. folks. All right, so we're gonna get back on subject. Hey, Dick. So I was uh, flipping through my Somebody phone and also was listening to NPR, and I heard that Britain is about to get rid of all COVID restrictions and everybody's able to go back to normal everyday life even though their numbers are up so is that is have you researched is anything true about that yeah they're planning to scrap pretty much every regulation that was set in place by parliament and the crown because of COVID 19. it makes me wonder what are they planning to replace it with because the black wig. <laughs> this new Delta variant of the coronavirus is way deadlier and affects way more people. And as these countries around the world begin to scrap these COVID restrictions more and more, it's like, what are you doing? It's called the black wig all over again. It's called population control. It's called every country is going to block their planes from coming over here <laughs> or anywhere because. They're gonna be like, you know what? Since you want to die, you're not gonna pass it in over here. Okay, so um, can we tea party them? Like, like just like sixty nine them, like what? block their number. I can't remember. Huh? Someone said this a while ago. Sorry. I can't remember uh, who, but they said it like this: dang. the past is the past. It's what happened, and nothing can change it. I mean, I'm talking about the virus, not history not is what people say about it, what was written about it. I wish I could remember who said that, but I can't. And what as much as we can from history or from the past, then what happened then is gonna happen again. History like repeats the black plague, like they did with the black plague. It's exactly like that because they started lifting restrictions with this variant of the Delta virus. It's like when they killed the cats during the Black Plague because they thought they were transmitting it, but it was the rats. Now that there were no more cats to kill them, they spread even more throughout and killed like half of Europe. It ran rapidly up and down the streets. They ran rampant up and down the streets. Oh, because they didn't know and they didn't research what the problem could be. So, 
with me, the way I feel about this is, folks, if you can sit here and take a chance that they're not going to eradicate you, then you can take those crazy chances. But me personally, I look at it like the COVID shots that they're giving people are only 30% effective. 30% out of 100 is not a good number. People have gotten both shots and everything and did everything right and still caught COVID and still died from it. The American numbers have not dropped. They just stopped reporting them. Because they know that this thing is not a game and is nowhere near from being over. So you take a chance on taking a shot, which you are now injecting cover into yourself. And you're rolling the dice to hope that the virus don't kill you from the vaccine. Because once again, you are putting the virus in your arm. That's what it is. Is it like snake venom and anti-venom? You got bit by the snake. They shove you with it to suck the other poison out of it. It makes it eradicated. Coronavirus or COVID-19, you put it into people's arms and they roll the dice. Some will win and some will not. But in reality, you have to turn around and think to yourself, what's more important? And then what comes to reality is what's more important is the education where people turn around and say, oh, I know all the facts and I know everything that is about it and this is what's going to happen. You can't say that because every person is different. Every person's DNA is not going to match the next person. So... It's not going to work, the variance. You are a test lab rat. And the ones who walk around and take off their masks and get in close contact with people and run to the parties all over again, you are part of the web. The military has a funny little name for it, but I'm not going to say what it is because I can't say what it is. But just know it is a web and it starts with person A or subject A or test person A and then it works its way across like a spider web. Okay. I say I'm not gonna say what it's called. I know what you're talking about. But <coughs> sorry about that folks, it's a little dry here. But if you look at the movie uh Outbreak, it kinda gives it away for you. And the movie Contagion. Those movies tell you exactly how the military is going to react when stuff goes south. So you have to be prepared to say to yourself, what is my game plan? <laughs> because once things go south and the military turns, then you have no protection anymore. You're on your own. Now you are a threat to everybody. So just keep in mind, folks, of what I'm saying. Dex, what you think? Yeah. I get what you mean by that. 
start with person A, transmits it to persons B, C, and D, to transfer it to the persons E, F, G, H, I, J, K, A, L, and so on and so forth. Like a web sort of, yeah. Yeah, like spokes on a blank wheel. Test subject A. Patient zero. Patient zero. And they ask you, man, what we call patient zero? And then that's what they call people when they create when they find a new virus. He is agent zero. Right, or when they um, they go to the site and something happened, they call it ground zero. Yep. And then that's usually where they vomit to get rid of it, you know? One A, well, not an A bomb, it's a, uh, it's not an atomic bomb. It is, yeah, because it sucks all the oxygen out of that area and wipes it out. Yeah, it floods it with hydrogen, which is very easily flammable. And then, of course, from the um, heat upon the impact, it's going to ignite all the hydrogen and just vaporize everything. And trust me, they got one ready. Very impressive. They got one ready for every city, if that's what they need to be. And guess what? He's going to be hiding out in the bunker with all his former brothers. Like, hey, hey, how you doing, Bill? Oh, man, I'm all right. How you doing, Obama? Everybody just sitting in that safe shelter while the rest of us are just dying off like rabbits. You know? Like, oh, it's kind of funny, though, folks. So I'm not picking on the government because I love America and I love my flag. And yes, I will put my life down for my flag because that's what I do as a true American. I will never deny my flag and I will never deny being an American. You can torture me and I still say I'm an American citizen and I'm proud to be. Our country might not be the greatest, but guess what? It's better than some places. So I'm gonna go ahead and say uh next. Let's get to our next subject. All right, what's that? Tell me about the crypto market. Crypto market has been a little dodgy. Bitcoin has been actually on a pretty strong headwind. They climbed back up to about 36 in the last few days. Now, of course, these big banks and stuff like Wells Fargo and J.P. Morgan and big-time stock investors, they're all negative on the crypto market just because it's easier, you know? They don't want you to get invested in the crypto market. They want you to invest in things like copper or stocks in their companies, maybe make them work more. So they go and say, you know, it's going to fail, it's going to fail. From banks that are too big to fail, fail regularly, you know? Yep, yep, yep. So, the way I'm looking at it, folks, is like this. But I will say the smaller cryptocurrencies like um, Dire Wolf and Safe Moon and Shiba have been on the right side. <coughs> well. I think they've been going up a few percent of the time. Still gains, though. My job, I've been running and doing a lot of stuff today. Oh, no, I understand. Me, too. I went to work at 12. Got out at twelve thirty because I was told the truck wasn't coming until tomorrow. Oh uh, yeah, I think I, I think I was here for this. Then I was told to come in at seven in the morning, and then I get a text tonight actually saying the truck's not going to be there till noon tomorrow. <laughs> so that's a whole day's work that I missed out on. Period. 
a whole day's work that's not going to be on my paycheck. I will say this. It was a day well spent at home. And I still oh, say they should give you something for your trouble of going up there and getting sent at home, though. I mean, they gave me a ride home. Well, they gave me a ride down to the store, and then I walked home from there. T. Well, what I want to say is this. So, for me, it was a day of time and a half and a day of me going to work and making that money no matter what because I have to be there anyway. So, yes, I did work the 4th of July. <laughs> and you have to understand, that was time and a half. So I made 51 hours on the clock. Nice. And then that eight hours is going to be my regular pay plus time and a half. So guess what? It was worth it to me. Because there's just one more step up to help me get the kingdom records where it needs to be. Get ready for weddings and all this stuff and get the family together. Because we have to get everything possible. That's why a bunch of new listeners, if y'all out there, send me a comment saying that you did like what you heard tonight. And for those other folks, go ahead and start checking out just you know, as a glance or as you ride through. So, with the crypto market going on, because I don't know what's going on with my phone, it's just stuck in Metro mode. So, I guess I'm going to have to wait. All right, sure. But, uh, I got a phone you can look it up on. Well, no, mine's is specific. Oh, you got your, your account on. Yeah. Okay. So, things like clown, I mean. I mean, well, it's a lot of clown. Uh, I mean, I was trying to say things like Coinbase, Trust Wallet, and Crypto.com, BNB, VeChain. Uh, there's a bunch of them out there. But anyway, for people that use those platforms to hear and understand things, you have to look at it like this. Yes, the Dogecoin is doing good, then it's doing bad, but Baby Doge. It's crazy because it was a somebody said it like seventy five percent, and it hasn't even been hit all the markets yet. It's called Baby Doge. I still say Baby Doge, <laughs> like Baby Sheba. It's just Doge coin, but different. Like, yeah, of course, it's the next generation. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> I, I feel like Baby Doge coin once it started going down, they took they went and made Baby Doge to make up for. The people that ended up selling. Well, I look at it like this. It's a cute little thing. It's called Baby Dogs. And you have even Baby Shark. Yes, there is a cryptocurrency called Baby Shark. The kids song and little YouTube video, whatever it is. So they are using all these things. But here's the kill part. Safe Moon is still holding strong. It's still growing. It still has all those people that's holding on, like me. Yes, five and a half billion coins is what I possess. Five and a half billion, not million, billion. The minute that coin hits a dollar. <laughs> I will walk away five billion 
and a half richer. But it's okay because I have other investors in other coins. And they are also doing good. Sheba is up and down. True. Uh, it's growing. The inch coin, the aqua, the polygon coin. You see what I'm saying? I even own things like V-Chain. So those trading platforms are going to be doing good because not only is it a coin, but it's also a trading platform. It has a backer. All right, so with that, how much are you allowed to spend under, like, not the maximum, but the minimum that you're allowed to spend to have a coin? Because I have been kind of wondering that. So, you go onto the website. This is a must. You have to give them your information. And they need to see proof because it is a federal crime for them not to get it and report your earnings. Can't dodge that. That's the first thing. Because you got to get your money. And if you don't, I mean, if you get your money, they have to account for who all got their money and all of that and how much the person gets. Now, the next step is you have to then go and verify your checking information because they have to have a viable source (laughs) to transfer their money from to your account and your money to them. And back and forth. So they have to have that point. Point three is the most important part. You must have a minimum of $50 to put in as your first deposit. Now, once you do those steps and you are verified and they give you an account, you are now a coin trader or a token trader or whatever. Once you are in the market, you then go and you can pick your type of swaps, like pancake swap is one of the ones I have. So once you get this set up, you're good to go. Now you're just basically waiting. Now your coins are going to go up and your coins are going to go down. Now, here's the rule. Even though you just put $50 in, do like I did. Add up how much you spend on your cigarettes, on your junk food, and things of that nature, and see do it add up to fifty dollars. And mine's it was more than fifty dollars. When I thought about everything that I bought and how many times I bought it and what I got, I'm like, wow, I could have actually put that same. 75 or 80 dollars in on something that was going to be 50 dollars and let it just sit here and gave me money for free and basically that's what i did i had a little bit of my money left over from one of my overtime checks so i took a hundred dollars and put it to each one i mean uh 50 dollars in each one and i just been playing the game up and down and i just started buying coins and my coins just kept giving me more coins and before I knew it, I'm sitting on five and a half billion coins and didn't even have to do nothing. Just as long as people keep selling and buying theirs. So, J.P. Morgan, if I heard right, has a prediction. So what did you read about that, Dex?
Don't JP seems to think. Not JP the person. You're only dead, I'm afraid. But JP the bank, JP Morgan. They seem to think that uh, the end of the Bitcoin market is coming. At least as a viable currency compared to gold. I think it's going to go up way high, what I hear, probably even as high as 130,000. But then that's just going to be it. So it won't be more valuable than a lot of other things by then. But when it hits 130,000, it'll be 130,000. But there's going to be a lot of the things that are worth 130,000 by then is what they're saying. Suddenly Bitcoin won't seem as valuable compared to other commodities. Well, hey, that's a little bit different from what SafeMoon is doing, right? Oh yeah, I mean, when SafeMoon hits, that's going to be something else. It's saying straight to the moon because they're going above Bitcoin. They're trying to do the whole becoming it their own exchange, their own wallet, their own currency market. And in other countries, they're trying to get it ready for that too. So as you think about it, you have to say to yourself, what really is safe move? I believe it is AI of cryptocurrency. They have seen what everybody else did. They like, hey, why do we have to go through BNB? To be traded, we can just make our own trade, and they did. Well, they tried to. Safe Moon has told people, "Look at us. Look, we're giving you signs to tell you what's coming next. The astronaut helmet, the days, the releases, the different things of that nature that they're telling people that's coming, and they give you a roadmap and say, hey, this is what's about to happen.'" And then they give a report saying, hey, we're online. We're just on point of where we need to be. Then, not to mention, they carry their own podcast for a safe moon. A podcast of their own. Podcast of their own. Where they A, Q, and A with people to help people understand what safe moon is doing. Who else does that? Like in that commercial. So, if they are not the AI of the new market, like rocks, fish, and his tank where the hydrates are now becoming the main species, people keep sleeping on Safe Moon, but one day you're going to wake up and be like, wow, where did that come from? How did they become their own banking system? And guess who's going to be on one of them chairman seats? The guy who owns what? Five and a half billion of them? But don't worry, I won't forget about my people. I got you. So that's what I was going to say about the crypto market and how funny that JP Morgan is saying, hey, you know, they could get big, but they maybe, but we don't think so. But oh, but now they will. It's kind of confusing with all the going back and forth because they're not really making it clear on what they're saying. It's kind of like the, I'm going to say a comment, but I ain't going to say the wrong comment until I know how this is going to turn out. 
So that's what you got to look at, folks. And it comes down to it. That's the game that they're playing with you. Rock, what do you think about that? Huh? What do you think about that? About the JP Morgan and all that? Yeah. Let me tell y'all like this. When you got a dream, reach for the stars, man. If you don't try to fulfill your dream, you're going to wish you would eat. Well, here's the problem. They're not reaching for the stars. They're reaching for the moon. Safe moon. You know? Ah. Go ahead, son. Go ahead. Look, man, I don't care what y'all reaching for. If y'all got something set in y'all mind that y'all want to do before y'all pass away or anything like that, or y'all just want to make sure y'all get to a certain part, point in life, reach for it. The sky is the limit. But at the same time, don't reach for it so, so much to the point where you bleed yourself dry. You should reach as much as you can, but at the same time, make sure you leave something just in case it doesn't work out. Because you can always go and reach for it again. But, and that's what I always tell people, don't invest nothing that you can't afford to lose. Yeah, invest a little money like snack money, uh, bird money, something like that. But Just here's invest the it like that. But, hey, Dex, check this out. Don't risk money that you can't afford to lose, right? True. So, when I buy my coins, I own those coins, right? And they don't go nowhere. They just sit in my little piggy bank. So have I lost anything? So that's where the market backfired on itself. And stops. You could be up and everything just drop and you would lose money and then they start taking money from you. Or you lose your stocks. But in the coin market, if it dropped down to zero again or below zero, Guess what? You still own those coins. They're not going nowhere until you sell them again, right? That's your property. So take heed. Do not keep using that old slogan with the market. That's what I love about the crypto market. It trades 24 hours a day. My son money has been sitting here going up and down all day. So that's what I'm saying, folks. When you think about it, don't feed into the hype that you're going to lose all your money because your coins are worth nothing right now. In reality, guess what? You just proved the point to saying, hey, you're not going to bully us into that belief. So go ahead and finish up what you were saying, Rock. Man, look. With me, yeah, since I was nine, I wanted to be a rapper. Or a football player. Or a doctor. I'm old enough to have reached for two things that I wanted to do. I've always I already played football, and if you're from Britain, I play soccer too. The college football. Now, yep, yep. yeah, I know that's why I said.